Good morning. It's Saturday. I'm in the office. You know what that means. The Saturday Morning Hustle Podcast. Today, I'm talking about the indirect line to success. There's no singular path to success. Everyone gets to define what success is to them, but everyone has a path to success. Obviously, obviously, you start in a per- one place, you move to a different place or different stages, different places along the way until you get to somewhere that feels like success. You have to s- define success before you start, before you begin your journey. You create the idea of what success looks like for you. An example would be a job title, president of the company, owner of a company. It may be something along the lines of economics, um, making a million dollars a year, having $10 million in the bank, being able to pay your bills, whatever your definition of success is, you get to define your own definition of success. It's not the same for everyone. Everyone doesn't have to be the CEO. Everyone doesn't have to be a billionaire or a millionaire to be uh, highly successful. Some people are more focused on work-life balance or doing things for their family or being active in their community or working in a specific cause, uh, often medical animal, children, things of this nature, uh, being in the clergy. There are a lot of people who work um, in religious roles who make very little money, but they're super satisfied and they feel complete in their soul and that's success to them. But the one thing that is common, even though we all get to define what success looks like to us ultimately, that there are a couple things in common. Number one, you need to define it before you start out. And you're not locked into it. It can change and it will change because number two, the second part of this is there's no straight path to success. There's no straight line. There's no A to B version of success. And that is not only okay, but you actually need to embrace the idea that what success looks like, what what you will call successful, how you will define being successful will change unexpectedly, there'll be factors you could not possibly be considering as you started the journey. And this journey could be six months, six years, or 60 years, and often interchangeably are all of those things all at once. But the embracing the idea that you can be successful, that you can reach levels of success that will promote you to the next level of success, et cetera, et cetera, in a continual process, even though when you reach each of those levels of success, it's not what you had in mind when you began. So let me give you an example of what many people think success has to be, and then I'll break down why that is not what happens in reality and how you need to embrace what does happen in reality, which is a completely different scenario. So a lot of people will tell you, I'm starting at this company tomorrow, and I'm going to start in the mailroom, the old traditional, right? Start in the mailroom, work your whip. Eventually, I will be the CEO of this company. That is a definition of success. I will start in one place. I will have to move through multiple levels and end up in an ultimate place of success. Uh, In this case, in this scenario, being the CEO, being the president, being the boss, being the person who makes the top decisions, being the top person in the organization, being at the top level you could get to in that career. That's a very clear definition of success. But often... When you start a job with the intent of working your way through the process, you don't make it through the process, whether it's something you did 
or the process wasn't what you expected it to be. The company wasn't all the things you thought it would be. There are multiple layers. There are multiple players in the scenario. Some people are there to help you. Some people are not. Sometimes life is fair and you get the promotion to deserve. Sometimes life is not fair. You do not get the promotion to deserve. Someone else gets them for reasons, whether good or bad, warranted or not. And along the way, you have to redefine, maybe I won't be the CEO in enough time for me, but I can become a higher level than I am now. Maybe I can become autonomous over my own department or run a team or be responsible for my own work as opposed to being completely under someone in the, in the hierarchy. Number, another example would be I've, I've got an idea for a business. How about this? An idea for a, a product. This is how usually how it goes. I have an idea for a product. From that, I want to launch a business around their product or service. And then that business will go from zero customers to five to 10 to 500 to 5,000 to let's say 10,000 customers, all paying $10,000 a piece for this thing, making a lot of money with a 50% profit margin. That's a very clear definition of success. But along the way, things happen. Sometimes you find out that you could sell a lot more of something if you cut the price. Sometimes the market it doesn't bear what you expected it to. Sometimes people steal your idea, and that sucks, but it happens, and you got to keep moving forward anyways. Sometimes people tell you they want to help you, they want to be your partner, they want to be part of your success, and they're actually working against you, deterring from that success. Those things happen too. That's reality as well. So those factors that you can't possibly plan for and lay out into a black and white roadmap are the reasons that I say there's no straight path to success and that you have to continually be working towards levels of success or something that looks like success to you so that you continually move in the right direction to ultimately get into a place not that you didn't expect, but is ultimately successful, is a place that you didn't think you were going to get to, but you did because you went through the process, because you actually put the work in, put the effort in, you created things along the way, you had experience, you gained experiences, you gained relationships, you did all the things that you were doing to build what looked like success to you, you end up on another path, you took a fork in the road, and that path ends up in a different place, but a successful place, a better place, you've moved from where you were to where you are now, you've grown in the process, you've gotten better at it, which makes you capable of moving to the next level. And so ultimately, you've received and achieved success without it being the thing you set out to do, not the A to the B. Now, here's a great example of how this has worked in real life. For those of you in Oklahoma, you know the Thunder. Those of you around the country, the NBA team, the Oklahoma City Thunder, we have a guy this year who's been a great big surprise. His name is Lou Dort. Lou is from Canada, of all places. He's a Canadian basketball player. But I can guarantee you when Lou started as an all-star high school basketball player in Montreal, where he grew up, eventually moved to Arizona and went to the University of Arizona State. Arizona State is where he played college for one year of basketball, became an all-star, became a, an award winner, became a leading scorer, be, did all kinds of high accolades and broke records at the university, and after one year decided he would go pro because, to him, the next level of success was going out from one year of college into the professionals, he assumed he would be drafted, get a contract, start making money, and then would earn his spot onto a NBA team. That's not what happened to Lou. And let me tell you this, uh, full disclosure, I love the guy. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of the Thunder, and I'm definitely a fan of Lou uh, because of what I'm about to tell you in the story. So Lou did not get 
drafted on draft day. So he declared he was in the draft. He couldn't go back to college, but he went undrafted. So first idea of what success could be dashed, didn't happen. So he had to readjust his plan. So he got a two-way contract to play in the developmental league for the NBA for the Oklahoma City Thunder. So it wasn't what he wanted, but it was an opportunity, and it was better than what he had, so he took it. And then what did he do? He worked his butt off. He improved. He proved to the staff of the Blue that he could be a valuable player, that he had skills, that everyone in the evaluation process for the draft missed out on what Lou Dort was bringing to the Thunder's organization. Now, he still was doing everything right. He was working hard. He was impressing people. He was d- doing everything, but he still needed a break to happen. Something else in the, in the chain of getting from one place to another had to happen. Oklahoma City had some people traded, had some players come and go, had some injuries. And before he knew it, Lou was the player from the Blue called up because he had a two-way contract to play for the Oklahoma City Thunder, but this was still this is last season, on a two-way contract, which for the NBA, for those of you who don't know, he can only play so many games with the NBA team, and he has to play so many games with the developmental league team, the Oklahoma City Blue. So he was going back and forth. Now, he could have complained. He could have lacked off uh, his energy when he played for the Blue. He could have uh, he could have done all kinds of things. He could have uh, kiss the the coach's butts, whatever, and trying so hard to only be focused on getting that NBA contract. But apparently, from what people say and what the coaching staff said and what the accounts are, he did everything as much as he could. He worked really hard and he impressed everyone in the organization. And then he got the chance to play for the Thunder. Uh, first, you know, you get what's called trash time out on the court, garbage time, where the game is decided and both teams have guys at the second or third level of their team in the game. It's not as exciting, but it's NBA game. You're in the game. You're in the NBA. You're playing in an NBA court. You can't complain about it, right? So you have to go out there and prove that not only if you're a skilled player, but that you're a team player and that you understand uh, how the team is working. So you just can't go out there and grab the ball and try to score all the points yourself. You have to work within the team confines and be a real team player. Lou did that. That's what Dort did, and he was super impressive, better than anyone expected. So he continued to get more minutes like that. Then he got meaningful minutes, and then because of injuries and other things again, he ended up playing in meaningful time, proving that he had really high skill level. He's a great defender, could score better than they expected him to, and brought a lot more to the table than anyone anticipated when he went undrafted, when he was given the two-way contract, when he was doing well with the developmental team, when he was given the garbage time, and then now when he was given meaningful time. This year, after the COVID break, and now that they started back up in the, what they call the bubble in Orlando, Lou is starting for the Oklahoma City Thunder. So he sat out to be drafted and to make a starting lineup of an NBA team. That was a success. And I don't know what NBA team was in his mind when he set out on that journey, but that's what he decided when he left college to go play in the NBA. He didn't take the path you would expect. He definitely didn't take the path he was hoping or wanting to, but he took a path that got him to a place that looks like what it was he was trying to achieve. 
And so you can do the same thing for yourself. You can decide you want to make the starting lineup of an NBA team. It isn't necessarily get drafted, top five, celebrated, get the high fives, get the contract, get the money, automatically get set up to be starting the the minute the season starts and coaching staff looking at you like this is the future of our team. That's the idea. That's the dream. That's the path you lay out in front of you. But you might have to go undrafted. You might have to take a two-way contract. You might have to go to the developmental team. You might have to work your way into garbage time and eventually into meaningful minutes and eventually into a starting position if you're willing to do the work and keep your eyes on the prize, continue to move forward, and understand, again, because you had setbacks, because things didn't work as expected, because the path went in a different direction, that it, you understand it meant you were still moving towards the successful idea. Moving towards a successful idea is how you create success in yourself, how you create success in the process, and how you end up in a place, maybe it's exactly where you wanted to be or similar to where you want to be. I could tell you there are a lot of times in my business where I'm trying to pursue a specific client, or there's a specific type of project I'm trying to get a hold of. There's something I want to do in the next 12 or 18 months with my business. I set out to achieve that, end up doing something similar but not exactly right, but end up in a place where that thing that we did was highly successful and something that can create success for us in the future, maybe creates a new relationship or proves a skill set that we weren't able to prove earlier or opened a door or created a relationship and opportunity that we weren't expecting. And a new level of success happens even though it doesn't look like the success we set out to do. So two things, you can't just fly along with hoping success happens. You have to define some parameters of what success could be, should be, and what it looks like so that you can move towards it. But then you have to have the flexibility and adaptability to take positives as they come, to not let negatives hold you back too much, and to continually moving forward, moving level to level to level on that pathway to success. Don't getting frustrated, not getting deterred, definitely not slowing down or absolutely never stopping because the path of progress doesn't look the way you expect it to. You need to continue along the path no matter what it looks like as long as you're moving forward. And even when you're moving backwards or a lateral move, something that was unexpected, taking opportunities and trying to create success out of them, not trying to force success out of the idea that started in your head simply because that's what you wanted it to be. Be open-minded in the process, be adaptable, flexible, but continue to move forward, continue to find opportunities to create success, to create situations that are beneficial for you and for everyone else involved, creates the next level of opportunity, the next level of success. Ultimately, you can end up as an NBA starter like Lou Dort did, or you might end up being uh, not making the NBA program, but creating a relationship where you get to be a commentator for NBA. You might become a part of the coaching staff. You might become a scout. You might become a trainer for other young people who want to be going to the NBA when they finish high school and college. There's lots of avenues that Mr. Dort could end up on. Luckily for him and luckily for the Thunder, I think, because I think he's going to be a great player, he ended up as a starter in the Oklahoma City Thunder. So, For yourself, whatever career path, whatever success path, whatever journey it is that you're on, start out. Absolutely start. Don't wait. You got to start. That's number one. Number two, create an idea of what success is, but understand it has to be flexible and adaptable. Number three, take opportunities as they come along to you. 
follow that path, keep working, keep moving forward, keep growing, keep developing, keep, keep learning, keep adding to your arsenal so that you can create the next level of success. That level of success as it creates opportunity for the next and the next and the next. Do not get deterred because it doesn't look like what you anticipated to begin with. Sometimes these forks in the road take you down a completely different path you didn't expect, but it's a great path. It's something's wonderful. It's something that's great for you. It's a high level of what you anyone would call success. It is earning income. It is getting recognition. It is giving you opportunities. It's doing all the things that you would define as success. It just doesn't look exactly the way you thought when you started. As long as you keep doing it and keep using that as a catalyst for the next level, you'll work out fine. If you get deterred, if you get determined, if you get too focused on, I have to reach the thing I started out with and not following what is being successful, then you could deter yourself, you could slow yourself down, you might even stop your development and growth at a point and you never reach the higher levels you could have if you had that adaptability and flexibility in mind. That's the key, that's the conversation today, that's what I wanted you guys to learn and know right here on the New Marketing Podcast. Appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week. Uh, definitely, as always, hit me up, comments below. Let me know what you think. Which, if you agree, you disagree. If you're a Thunder fan, for sure, give me a thumbs up. If you're not a Thunder fan, too bad. See you on the court. Our guys are going deep this year. Hopefully, that's just optimism in me. But think about your success path. Think about being adaptable and thinking about the fact that if you end up in a great place, It's better than ending up in a terrible place. That's all that really matters. Until next week, good luck.